things truly wicked start from innocence. Ernest Hemingway Chapter 1 Avid Don't worry, Sprite. Bad decisions always make for good stories. I could hear my dad's gruff voice, lightened with humor. In my ear as he told me those words every single time I got caught doing something I wasn't supposed to do when I was growing up. I was always doing something I shouldn't, then and now. So I heard those words a lot from him. Unfortunately, as an adult, my bad decisions resulted in consequences far worse than a scraped knee or a broken wrist from falling out of the tree in the backyard he warned me repeatedly wasn't sturdy enough to climb. And sadly, my dad reassuring me in his firm and gentle way, while calling me his little sprite as he kissed my boo-boos, wasn't going to help my current situation at all. This boo-boo was big time. This boo-boo was life-changing. This boo-boo was anything but a good story waiting to be told. This boo-boo very well could be the end of me. The end of the rope where my patient parents had dangled precariously for years. And it very well could be the end of any kind of future I may have had. A future I was well on my way to letting a lifetime of bad decisions and even worse choices screw up. At barely 22, bad decisions had sort of become my stock and trade and were as familiar to me as my own face. I was almost legendary at this point for putting all my trust in the absolutely worst kind of people. If there was a wrong path to take, I was going to skip gleefully down that road and not look back until I ended up exactly in the kind of situation I found myself in at the moment. It wasn't like this was even a new dead end. It was the same one I ran into over and over again. No matter how hard I tried, I couldn't get myself turned around. And the longer I was circling this dead end, the darker and more wicked it became. I knew better, I really did. Even if there was a boatload of evidence contradicting that fact. I wasn't stupid, naive, immature, or senseless. I might appear that way to anyone on the outside looking in, but I had my reasons for being a consummate failure and a lifelong loser. All of those reasons had nothing to do with me not knowing better and everything to do with me knowing exactly what I deserved. For a long time now, I had been spiraling out of control, whirling, falling deep and deeper into a pit of really awful actions and consequences, each seemingly worse and more painful than the last. I also hadn't made any kind of effort to try and pull myself out of the tailspin, so logically I knew the only place I was going to end up was right here, right at the lowest part of rock bottom. I never imagined the landing would be so jarring. I had needed rescuing for a long time, and now I really needed it, because I was facing a very real prison sentence, and a very real attorney dressed in an immaculate suit 
while I sat there shivering locked in handcuffs and choking on fear. I never in a million years would have imagined rescue coming in the form of a man like the one sitting across from me. He looked like temptation and ruin, not salvation and redemption. I wasn't guilty of what they were saying I did, but I wasn't exactly innocent in all of it either. Sadly, that was the story of my life. I was always the girl that wasn't quite good, the one who was just bad enough to be trouble. And the man seated across from me looked like he didn't have the tolerance or patience to deal with any of the chaos that I always seemed to be drowning in. I laced my tense fingers together and fought not to wince, or even worse, break down into sobs as the handcuffs snapped around my wrists, knocked loudly on the metal table that was separating me from the man that was supposedly here to save the day, and me.